0: Greetings, welcome back to another ongoing series of Sherman Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzhak Ket Shalom. We're now in Masachet Yoma Daf Amuralaf at the beginning of the third parak, which after we spent some time in the second parak looking at the regular daily avodah of the Kohanim and the pious, uh, and the various pious that were, uh, performed during the day to establish which Kohen is going to do which avodah, we're now going to get a little bit more directly into the specific avodah of Yom HaKippurim. Which of course is all done by the kohen gadol. Now, Amar We already heard this in the last podcast, at the end of second parak, referenced. But the uh, fellow in charge would say, "Is it time for shchita? Go see if it's time for shchita." Higiyai. If it was time for shchita of the tamid, haruah omer barkai. The one would say, "Give a sign by barkai. The light is shining." Matir ben Shmuel we had a different version of what happened. The fellow would ask, "Is it is the east all lit up all the way to Chevron?" And he would answer, "Yes," and then they would "Just like the pious, this uh, institution of the call and response and the clarification that it was really uh, beginning of daylight happened because." of an error that happened in the past. Not an error as grievous as the one with the pious, but nonetheless. srifa. Uh, sorry. One time the moon rose late at night, and they thought the east sun, the east sky was lighting up from the sun. And then they had to have it destroyed because it was too early in the middle of the night. Okay. Now, to the Yom Kippur step, Since it was time for Shechitah, they brought the Kohen Gadol to do his first tevilah. We know we have a mesorah of five Tevilot and ten Kiddushim. Uh, that day, this is the first Tevila. We will see more details about that. And now, tangentially, we have the rule, I have Mikdash. Here was the rule. Any Kohen, who uh, defecates, has to go to Tevila afterwards, if he simply urinates, he only needs Kiddush dam to return to the Avodah. Okay, now to the call and response, Tanya, Rabbi Omer, Barak Barkai, what he would actually call out, would be Barak Barkai, the light is shining. Kiv Omer, Allah Barkai. And it was Allah Barkai, which means the sun, the light has come up. Uh it's a little bit more than uh than Barak Barkai. Nachuma ben Apik, Apakshion, omer, af Barkai We would say it's even Barkai Ba which means that according to him, Tanakama and Machavin Shmuel aren't all that different because uh, they were they the both the issue was both can we see all the way to Hevron? Machavin Shmuel Omer, Muhammad Sot Omer and who's the mumuna? The mumuna of the pious. So it says that your prekong is the ad bechevron. That the entire east sky is lit unto chevron, and viatzuchol am Ishis to melachto, and everybody's already gone out to work. If that's the case, it's very light. Nobody should see it. The answer is coming Not that they've gone out to work, but they've gone out to hire workers, which is earlier. And we have an independent statement. i of Safra. Slote di Avraham meki meshachri The prayer of Avraham, meaning Mincha of Avraham, as we'll see in Mincha, is when the walls of the Mikdash start to go dark, which means the minute that the sun starts to move towards the west, it's already Mitzman Mincha. Well, we should learn this from Avraham. Rav said, why not? We learn from Avraham. What do we learn? So... Uh the i mean the tanna learns from Avraham. the Tanya, we saw this at the beginning of pesachim the Torah says you have to do Brit Milah on the 8th day. And as we saw in Megillah, it could be any time during the day. But those who are zealous do it first. That's why you always do Brit Milah early in the morning. Avraham on his way to the Akedah got up early in the morning. so certainly for Brit Milah we should do that. So Rava says to Rav Yosef, I'm not, I don't understand. Why can't our colleague Rav Safra infer something from Avraham? If, uh, if the Tan is willing to infer something from Amraham, ela Amrava, Rav Yosef he defends his Rebbe and says, Rav Yosef is followed by, bothered by the following. The Nan chalabi psachim, the outpour of Shabbat, or Misham psachim says that normally the tamid is done at eight and a half hours and offered at nine and a half. And when it is, um on Pesach, it's seven and a half and eight and a half. And when Er Pesach is on Friday, so that you would want to shech the Korban Pesach and ha- bring it home and get it started roasting before Shabbat starts, we do it as early as possible. The Tamid is slaughtered at six and a half hours, means half an hour after midday, and offered up by an hour after that. And his question is: If you think that Mizma Mincha starts the minute that it's um, uh, afternoon, uh, post meridian, then we should make it all the way to six hours. So my kusha, what's the problem? Maybe that's what Avsafor meant, that the walls of the mikdash only start getting a shadow at six and a half hours. Because they're not exactly uh, on an east-west parallel, and therefore there's a little bit of an adjustment. Or else, we take the opposite tack, which is that we aren't such experts in the timing, so we have to wait half an hour. Avraham, who had uh, expert uh, uh, astro- astronomical knowledge, was able to discern exactly when midday was. Or else, because he was an elder and he had his yeshiva, Our ancestors always had an academy. Hayub okay, Mitsurabaim in Egypt they had a Shamar Safat Zigne Israel go Hashem tells Moshe to gather the elders, that's the people in the academy. Hayubamidbar when they were in the Midbar Shivaim, they had the academy. Shamar Sfali Shivel Hashem told Moshe when Moshe wanted support in his leadership in Bamid Bar. Uh, he said, gather seventy of the elders of Rahamavinus Zakim Osh Bishiva. He was an elder sitting with Shivashram of Raham Zakane, Baba Yamiman. We read Zakane here not as old but an elder of the court. So each time, we don't have the word Seva, old age, but rather Zoken, eldership, uh, used in their case, and even Eliezer, When Avraham appoints his servant to go get a wife for Yitzchak, it's called zakan Beto. Okay, so Avraham perhaps had all of this uh, information and was able to say Mincha right at midday. We're not so clear. We wait half an hour, and therefore for the Quran Tamid, the earliest time is half an hour, and that's, of course, the halacha for Mincha Gdolah. Amar Rabbi Eleazar, Shemoshel b'torat rabo. What does Zakan Beto mean? That he was an expert in his Rebbe's teachings. Now, parenthetically, we say who Damesek Elias, the one time he's identified by name in the in the prelude to Breetpanamatarim, is called Damesek Eliasar. What's the play on that? should dole That he would dip in dole, and he would give water, as it were, of the Torah of his Rebbe to others. He would teach others what Avraham taught. Amarav Kola Torah Rav says that Avraham Kept the entire Torah, as we see that when he gave, gave the Brahadi Yitzchak, he said, because Abraham listened to my voice, and he kept my Torah. Maybe that meant he kept the Shav Mitzvot. So I can am Milah, he kept an eighth one Milah, so Mitzvot Milah. So maybe he kept the Shav Mitzvot of Noach, and Adam and Noach, and he kept Milah. What does it say, my Mitzvot and my Torah, in that Pasuk, as you can see on the page? So that leads to the next rasha that I'm from. Even kept mitzvot to Rabbanan. to toroti in the plural. Okay. And the next opinion in the Mishnah was Machmir Shmuel, who said that uh they would ask, "Is it clear all the way to Chevron?" And they would answer, "Hain." So Mana, who was saying yes? Either Mahachta Kaya, if it's the guy on the roof, who He's dreaming and he's interpreting. Why is he asking a question and answering it? Is it clear? Yes, it is. It must be the fellow on the ground. How can he see? He's on the ground. The answer is we could interpret it either way as who's saying Hain. depends how we inflect it. It could be the guy on the roof. He on the roof says, everything is clear in the east. It's light. Marle Hachtakaiara, the fellow on the ground, asks Ad Shab and then he says yes. In other words, he is answering somebody else's question. By Temahahtikayara, it could be it's the fellow on the ground saying, Amar iu, is it light all the way to the east? For lay And he asks back, you mean all the way to Chevron? For Marle And now the hein doesn't mean affirmative, it's light, but rather affirmative, that's what I meant, the Chevron, and then he has to answer, yes, it is or it is not. Now we hear the story about the moon rising, and that's why they needed to clarify. Since when can you confuse moonlight with sunlight? The rays of the moon are different than the rays of the sun. It's a single shot. The sun's rays are diffused. The answer is it was a cloudy day. And the moonlight was also diffused because of the clouds, and they thought it was sunlight. So that tells you when it's a cloudy day, it's all sun. The sun is all diffused. What's the difference? The answer is that you know you could put pelts out and they'll be in the sun. Or it could be, as Rava taught, that a woman should not um, um, uh, need dough for Pesach in the sun, or in waters that are heated by the sun. And so then, even if it's cloudy, you should know that it's, it's really, there's a sunny day, and to avoid it. So she has to do it in a shad- shaded place or at night. The reflection of the sun, uh, is, is harder than the sun itself. And the way to, uh, remember that is, um, um, is the sort of the the cover of a vinegar barrel is harsher than the vinegar itself, uh, and so like on a cloudy day, the the sun's rays are actually affect you more. Shavira de mishimsha, and now the um, the if you have like a, a, a covered area with a hole in it, and the sun is coming through, that's harder than being in the sun. Simanecha dilpha, just like a drip, a drip is harder. Yiru avera kashu Thinking about our vera is worse than the itself, so, like the smell of the meat is harsher than the meat. The end of the summer is harder than, harsher and harder than the summer. Just like a a, a, a tanur that's been heated up, it's only at the end that it's its hottest. And the heat of the fall is harder than that of the summer. Like a cool down uh, oven. It's harder to learn. Um, when you are, uh, to learn something that you, uh, learned once and forgot, rather than to learn something new. And it's just like Tina Bartina, right, that, which is that if you have fresh, um, cement that you're making, it's fine, but if it's something that's cemented already hardened and you soften it again, it's very hard to make. So why does Rebbe say, um, uh, say what he did about the about sunlight about the moon being uh, diff- diffuse and uh, under uh, not diffuse unlike the sun dictib matsaqal shachar of Tilim is ascribed to Esther is introduced with ayalat HaShachar. the of the so why is the dawn called ayalat <speaking> shachar <in Hebrew>? just like a gazelle has her horns going each way shachar mafsela kal kon so the sunlight when it first comes comes in rays that are diffuse now we go to the parak itself. Why is Esther called an aliyala? The ayala evidently has a very narrow uh, canal. And therefore her... Husband, her mate, enjoys her just like the first time. Esther, called So enjoyed Esther as if it were the first time every time he had coitus with her. Why is Esther compared to the morning? The Shachar is the end of the night. Esther is the end of the period of miracles. Hanukkah happened afterwards. Now the Chetov coming meaning miracles that were written down in Tanakh. Hanechol manu Esther now theychtov, but there's machloket in the first paragraph of Megillah whether Esther really was supposed to be written. Manu Esther learned that theychtov like Shmuel, Maikal So then why is it Shachar? He'll say that it, what the Drusha is, is that why is the prayer of tzadikim like a gazelle? As she grows, her horns grow out. Similarly, it's filah that said came when the more that they daven, their filah is heard. Okay, we'll pick it up in the next podcast at this point. In the meantime, I wish everybody a wonderful day.